Welcome to the Cosmic Collective Podcast. I'm your host and psychic medium, Mads, and in this community, we talk about all things spiritual awakening, higher consciousness, and unlocking the path back to your soul. Welcome to the Collective. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. We're going to dive into, you know, a little bit more raw material today. I am officially 367 days sober. So I celebrated my one year of sobriety on Wednesday, June 15th, and I want to talk about it. So let's get into it. So if you're new to the podcast, I really recommend that you go back to, I think it's episode seven. I don't remember, but I already spoke about my sobriety journey, like what led me to getting sober and everything that I had learned up until that point. I think I recorded that back in March, maybe even February. No, I think it was March, maybe at the beginning of the podcast. So um, definitely recommend if you want more information on like why I got sober, definitely go listen to that. But I really just want to talk about celebrating one year. And it's so interesting how consciousness and spirit teams work. And I find that that has been something that's been really fascinating me this week. Um, On Sunday, so about five days ago, I was sleeping and I was like, wow, this is the week. I'm like getting emotional talking about this. Wednesday was a very emotional day and I I mean, I expected it, but we're going to get into that because it was a roller coaster and so was yesterday and I just, that's why I want to have this conversation. So Sunday night I was going to bed and I was like, wow, like, it's here. Like I've been waiting for this week. I've been waiting for Wednesday. Never imagined that I'd actually get through one year sober. And I'm now just so proud and in awe of myself. Um, I really didn't know if it was going to stick this time. And I don't want to hold myself to... I know relapses can happen. I pray, I pray, and I pray that it doesn't. And I pray that I continue to find the willpower and the strength in spirit and in my higher self and even just within myself for knowing that if I can do a year, I can do another. So I definitely don't want to like be ignorant to the fact that that's possible, but I am so motivated now to repeat this like to repeat another year and then to repeat two years and then four years and just kind of like exponentially grow my sobriety journey but Sunday night I went to bed thinking about all this and I ended up having a dream and I had the dream because I was watching like couples YouTube and they were like pranking each other with edibles (laughs) like dosing their partners with edibles um, without them knowing and I thought that was hilarious but anyway but I ended up having a dream Sunday night that I ate edibles and I could, it was really weird. It was like a lucid dream. And I think it's definitely just me like in my fifth dimensional kind of realm of consciousness of like really processing that with my ego. But 
in the dream, in this lucid dream, I had taken edibles and I could feel how high I was. It was actually insane. And I'm, you know, retrospectively now wondering if I was just remembering what it was like to be high. And it was a very pleasant high at first, which is how it usually was. And then I got really paranoid um, and I could feel the anxiety in my body so much so that I actually woke up with body anxiety, which if you have generalized anxiety, you understand what I'm talking about. It's like not in your head, but your body is like shaking. And in the dream, I was so lucid and I said, oh my God, I was so close. I just ruined it. I was three days away from being sober one year. And I cried. I I cried in the dream and I woke up shaking with anxiety and I got really emotional and I had to remember, okay, that was just a dream. Like you felt that, but that was just a dream. You get to make a choice today. And I was like, fuck yeah. And it really gave me that like reminding motivational energy of keep choosing this. Like you don't want to disappoint yourself anymore. You disappointed yourself for so long, for years, smoking every single day by damaging your body, damaging your emotions, damaging your brain, and keep choosing to do better. You've done it for almost a year, like keep doing it. And it was very motivating. And Wednesday came along and Wednesday was... I'm like, it's very fresh. Like this is like two days ago, which I don't usually record personal episodes and release them as quickly as you'll get this one. Um, Usually I wait like at least a couple of weeks, but I don't know, something is prompting me to post this Monday and I hope that I follow through with that. I'm really working on vulnerability. If you've been seeing my Instagram stories, you know this. Another reason to follow me at Mads Mess on IG, join us in the community. But Wednesday I woke up and I'm not sure if it's that this milestone feels like it puts a lot of pressure on my ego. My ego doesn't like to feel like she has to do something. It's definitely I need to feel like I have total control over the choices I make and It's so funny. We can get into that maybe later or in another episode. But whenever something feels like there's a lot of pressure, I do have to actively work through mind numbing. Um, That's something that I used weed for, right? Was to numb my mind, to numb myself. Um, I feel so strongly. I feel emotions at such an intensity that I honestly don't know how I don't know if this is a human thing I don't know if it's a medium thing I feel like for me it's both I've always been very sensitive but I've also always been very sensitive because I'm a medium and I'm very connected like I went on a walk this morning saw a snail gave it a bunch of love came back and someone had stepped on it and I like was devastated (laughs) Um, in my entire being I'm very sensitive and I feel emotions with really strong polarity um, for the most part anger I don't the thing is, is I will feel anger very strongly as well but I don't get angry often I think I've been angry my god in the last year and a half I think I've been angry three times 
And it usually has nothing to do with me. It has to do with the way people are treating people I care about. So um, this whole, basically what I'm saying is this milestone that came up Wednesday, I had been mind numbing with like mindless scrolling on social media or checking social media the first thing I did when I woke up. And I have noticed that that is just not working for me. It never does. You know, when you wake up, you're in Theta. Theta is a really great brainwave to be reprogramming your mind. And as someone who uses her third eye and her crown chakra all day, every day, it's not good for me in the Theta brainwave state or even in any brainwave state to spend prolonged periods of time being stimulated because what I do who I am, my connection to source requires a lot of interconnection, not a lot of stimulation. And I get overstimulated very, very easily, very, very quickly. And all week I struggled with that, except for today. Really proud of myself. And I don't think yesterday either. I think yesterday I did better because on Wednesday, I think I was so overwhelmed with the weight of my accomplishment, which probably sounds so weird, but it was like a mixed bag of emotions. It wasn't just like, I'm so proud of myself. It was like, I'm getting very emotional with this. <laughs> um, it was, it was a literal roller coaster of emotions so intense that I hadn't had a day like that. I think since the beginning of my sobriety journey, not, not so roller coastery in one day in a week. Fine. But Wednesday and Thursday were nuts this week and we just had the full moon in Sagittarius. I'm a Sagittarius sun so I knew and it was a super moon. I knew that there was going to be a big effect especially it being around my one year of sobriety and Wednesday morning I got on social media and I saw something that immediately was the first fucking video I saw immediately triggered me into absolute grief and I tried to meditate and I was just so filled with grief that I could not I couldn't make it through meditation and usually that's the time when you need it most and I would typically recommend pushing through but my ego wasn't having it and I've learned with my personal ego that like I said my ego doesn't like to be told what to do so we have to like have these negotiations so I tried meditating and I had clients as well. So I also had to factor that in. Like I needed to kind of get my shit together. It wasn't a morning where I could sit in the emotions and work it through like most of the days in the week. It was one where I had clients in the morning and I needed to be on um, and a clear channel and have myself energetically cleared to be able to help them. So that was kind of the start of it. And Every time I have a tough day or a tough moment and I get into work, I, because I'm transmuting my client's energy, I'm naturally transmuting my own as well if need be. It's kind of just like this alchemical process that I have no control over. And I felt so good up until 4 o'clock. From like 11 a.m. till 4 o'clock on Wednesday, I felt great. And then the grief of the trigger from the morning gobsmacked me like it was it hit me like a train 
No, it hit me like, no, it didn't hit me like a train. It hit me like a plane on a runway taking off. That's what it fucking felt like. And in that moment, I was presented with a decision because this level of grief is something that I have tried to numb many times in the last two years. And I spent a year numbing it. I spent a little bit more than a year numbing it. Um, And I was given a choice. Celebrate one year or ruin it all. And I, you know, thought to myself, well, I got to a year. I'm not going to fuck it up. Not on the day of. (laughs) But I really had to work through some stuff on Wednesday and Thursday and really just let myself and let my heart do whatever it had to do and it was not pleasant the last two days have felt like complete roller coasters literally so up and down and like so much so that I can't nap typically that's like a stress response But today I was able to take a two-hour nap, which was insane. My first time doing that in years, which is a big win in my healing. But um, yeah, it was so intense. And because of how I was feeling, sorry for the long pauses, guys. I'm like, I'm very filled with tears. So I'm just trying not to like sob (laughs) um, during this episode, but I was prompted to go through my Instagram archives. There's a lot there. There is a lot there. And I'm maybe one day going to repost them, like take them out of the archive and put them back on the feed. I don't know. I wonder. I debate it. But I went through the archive nonetheless. And I was confronted in the most humble, full circle, almost kind of way with my past, with past versions of me. Wow. And the emotions from that are very much still present. I mean, I'm only two days past the anniversary. And I saw the progression in my eyes. I saw the progression of me being in Italy for the summer, remembering how depressed I was on a double-decker bus in Rome, thinking I'm so depressed, but I'm supposed to be living my best life right now. How brutal is that? I'm in Rome, one of the best cities in the world, and I'm so depressed. Like, I I remember that, and I didn't post that on my Instagram stories, but um, that's a story for another time that I'll end up sharing. But I went through this evolution of seeing how my eyes changed and there's one particular picture and I actually have a sobriety highlights on my Instagram now so if you go through it um, the picture where I'm in a pink crew neck and the caption is give me your best Kylie Jenner or something like that my eyes were dead and During that time period, I was extremely disconnected or dissociated, disconnected from my body. When I walked, it felt like, it felt like I was driving Casper's car is kind of like how it felt. And I remember being so heavily suicidal at that point in my life. So, so suicidal. I had actually 
during that time period, well, I'm just remembering that, that was actually after my suicide attempt. So I wasn't feeling any better. If anything, I think I felt worse. And I was on some really strong medications to help me literally just survive. Um, and it was intense. And I was looking at these pictures of myself and I was like, wow. I don't even, I don't remember that girl. I remember the pain. I remember waking up every morning wondering if it was my last, knowing I could very well make it so. And I don't remember too much from my life during those periods. I would stay in bed, smoke weed, overeat food to try and cope with my emotions, binge watch YouTube, go to work, high all the time. Had anxiety 24-7, was so depressed. And then I got to watch myself get better. I got to watch myself go through my spiritual awakening through these pictures and see the shift in my eyes. I got to see myself get sober and see how much it's changed who I am. I got to see myself heal my relationship with my food and my body to nourish myself in in every way mental emotional spiritual physical every way and it was so weird because when i look at me from 2018 and i look at me from today they really are not the same person I'm not even the same person I was a year ago. A year ago, I was overextending myself. I wasn't giving myself enough time to be alone. I was running on overdrive and overstim. And even just that one year change from being sober has been insane. But four years ago, it's insane to me. And I put on that sweater that I wore in that picture. I didn't even know that I had it. I looked in my closet today. I thought I got rid of it and I put it on today and I did not expect such a profound experience with it, but I put it on and it's like for a moment, my heart was like reliving that period of my life from like 2018 to 2020 And it's like I reconnected with this past version of myself and told her, okay, like, come along now. Don't stay in the past. Like, join me in our future. Like, you survived so I could do this. Like, let's do this together. And it was so oddly profound. Even for me, with how spiritually connected I am, it was so weird. And I don't know. I just felt so, so, so much that day. And... I woke up on Thursday, so yesterday, and I was like, I'm deleting those stories. That was way too vulnerable. People don't care. People are going to think that, you know, X, Y, Z, negative self-doubt, self-limiting belief there about myself. And yet, I went through my morning routine, and then I checked my social media, 
and I spent the morning crying of gratitude, overwhelmed by love, by support, by encouragement, by you all sharing your stories with me. And I was reminded of like, this is why I do all of this. And that's been a theme this week. Even with a couple of my clients, there have been certain really strong traumas that I've healed in my own personal life that I'm seeing my clients go through. Some of them to like uncanny, accurate, like, or similar detail. I shouldn't say accurate. It's not really like that, but like to uncanny, similar detail of the experience. And it's something that I've healed from. And, you know, I got out of a session earlier this week and I was like, that's why I went through that. That's why I had to have such a frustratingly confusing time in my life because I was meant to go through that heal and then help this person. And then it happened again on Wednesday. And then it happened again on Thursday when I heard all of your stories and finding out that some of you are also two months sober. And like, I am just, I'm filled with awe because my whole motto in life since I was 14 in an extremely abusive relationship, I said, if I can help one person after this relationship, then this was worth it. And I'm starting to see everything in my life like that. Every struggle, every challenge, every upset, every frustratingly confusing time in my life or in my mind, I'm starting to see it as something that I need to learn because one day, one of you or someone who hasn't joined our collective yet is going to come to me and say, hey, your story with this helped me because that's what's been happening all these years. You know, in 2019, in December of 2019, I gave my first speech at the University of Ottawa to students who were struggling with suicide and mental health, and I told them what it was like to have an attempt. I told them what it was like to come back from that. I was raw. I was completely transparent with them. And I helped them. I saw it in their eyes. And I got messages after that. And that was the start of my career as I knew it. And the spiritual part really grew with that. And then I got comfortable becoming a medium publicly or being a medium publicly, I should say. And I was reminded of that again on Thursday. So I kept the stories up. And so thank you for your words of encouragement, of love. Thank you for trusting me with your stories and your journey because, wow, It's so empowering. It's so powerful. And it reminds me in my hard moments of grief and frustration why I need to keep pushing because this is what I came to the planet to do. And that makes me very emotional too. So thank you for that. Now the funny thing with all of this is that spirit, whenever you go through these big changes and you commit to decisions, Spirit really likes to test your commitment. And it's not because they want to see you fail. It's actually the opposite. They want to see that you're ready for your next level in life. And today, and after the last two days, it, it was not hard to stay sober, but it was one of those where like, I'm feeling feelings that I used to get high to avoid. Um, or get high to cope with and I was like I'm not gonna do that and today I got a spam email but it went to my inbox and I had never signed up for this I don't sign up to cannabis (laughs) newsletters and emails 
and I got it and it was um, half off edibles. And I laughed because the dream of edibles on Sunday and I saw that and I was like, that's hilarious, but no, thank you. And I just laughed with my higher self. I was like, you're funny. Like, no, thanks. I'm good. I deleted the email, unsubscribed, marked it as spam, blocked it, did all the things. But it was funny. It was kind of like, I felt it was like a send off from the universe of like, you did it. Just keep going. Like, you know, you're going to keep saying no because you feel healthy and you feel better. Keep on that. Even on the hard days. Um, don't rush yourself through the emotions. Feel them. Do what you can. Just don't do drugs to avoid them and to numb out from them. Don't numb out from this world again. And it was it was really funny. Uh, but yeah, so it's been really interesting. It's been a really interesting week, uh, nonetheless. And I have also kind of started sharing more of my life on TikTok I mean, if Instagram wants to copy TikTok so much, I'm just going to go on TikTok because why the heck not? I'll still be on Instagram. Don't worry. It's just my ego being frustrated. But I also found a community over there who's really trying to get sober. And it's inspired me to create some sort of offering. I'm not sure what that's going to look like. I have a couple different ideas in mind. And I just want to let myself be intuitively guided to not just create it, but to also release it in a way that is going to be accessible for everyone and I'm really excited to create that because I do think it's part of my story my life journey and I just think with the response that I've been getting both on TikTok and Instagram I think it's something I need to do for all of you and I want to do it so I'm going to be figuring that out. I really don't know how it's going to look. I have different services in mind, but I'll only be limiting it or like, I guess like narrowing it down to one for time sake and for energy sake. But yeah, if you have any ideas or feedback on what you would like that to look like, please send me a DM. I would love to hear what you think about that. And I'm just so grateful for all of you because it has been quite the journey this past year. You know, I I really didn't know during my social media break from August of October of last year if I was going to come back. And I'm really glad I did for so many reasons. I'm glad I did, but I'm really glad. Wow. Listen to that honking. Spirit's like, yeah, shut up. It's not even an option. Um, but I'm really glad that I have found it within me through all of you in this community to keep showing up even whenever it's hard for me to step out of my comfort zone, to be vulnerable, to just show up 100%, you know? It's not easy and I'm really glad that I'm doing it and I'm glad that I'm doing it sober and I'm glad that I get to show you all what that looks like and to continue providing you with insights and value and wisdom and teachings and tools that are going to help you transform your life whether it's to get sober or just to expand your consciousness and awaken and live a soulfully led life so if you're listening to this i just want to thank you so so much for being a part of our community whether it's on the cosmic collective podcast or at mads mess in our community on instagram or even those of you who are in my patreon thank you so much like you guys really remind me on my hard days why I show up 
and I super appreciate that. You guys do it without even realizing, so it's a mutually beneficial relationship, and I don't want you to ever think otherwise, so I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. I'm going to wrap it up here and go spend the night chilling out, relaxing, and getting ready for Father's Day this weekend. And I hope you all have an amazing rest of your week. Go be your divine self. I love you.